0: Now here's your host John Frenay with this week's local business spotlight.
1: Well, we're up here in Crownsville proper at Bean Rush Cafe, mm-hmm. and we are sitting here speaking today with the proprietors. I don't know if that's the word. The farmers, the owners, the all occupants, the <laughs> the occupants <laughs> yeah. the, uh, You know, Bridget and Matt Jones who own Wildberry yeah. Farm and Market. Thank mm-hmm. you guys very much. How are you guys doing?
2: Great.
3: Yeah. Doing excellent. Yeah. Thank you for
1: having us. Yeah. Well, Wildberry Farm Market, that's three words, maybe four words, depending on how you look at it. Dot com <laughs> is the website. And this is just a wonderful farm that you know has all sorts of events and all sorts of food and all sorts of everything that you've got that you don't really think you have in Annapolis or some of the more populated areas. Or just outside the city limits. And you do claim to be Crownsville, but I'm going to say you're more Gambrils. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I would agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: but the farm is located uh, back at 1047 St. Stephen's Church Road. And I usually access it off of 450 mm-hmm. and go the long winding road up there. And I didn't realize I was actually quite that close to Route 3 mm-hmm. by the time I got there, but you can get it off of Route 3 up in Crofton or Gambrils area as well. Thank you very much for your time today. And you know, I guess, tell us about the farm. I mean, it's it's exciting. It's fun.
3: So I guess you want me to start with a little bit of the history of it? Yeah. And then, yeah, we always kind of tag team the description. <laughs> works for me. Um, so the history of the farm, um, my family started there in the 1930s on the farm. Originally, it was about 300-ish acres. It was a tobacco farm. Yeah, We did the tobacco up until the, the mid-'80s and then switched over to produce. And then um, you know, one of the things we always say is uh, the my dad's generation kind of went off doing trade routes. And so we had a farmer down the road, road that was farming our fields that we know, an old family friend. Um, come 2019, uh, he and a few of his brothers actually tragically passed away the same year. And that gave birth to Wildberry. Bridget and I decided, you know, we need to do something with the farm and kind of take over operations. We love the farm. We've always loved. You know, it's sentimental.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, so where did Wildberry come from? Just Was that the name of the larger <laughs> farm? Or no, it's and
2: it's kind of funny because— Or is that like
1: Haagen-Dazs? It's yeah. just a made-up word that we— <laughs>
2: Of actually. <laughs> sort of, sort yeah. of. So it's kind of two two-pronged. Um, my maiden name is actually Barry. So it's a little bit of homage to like my part in in coming up with the new, I guess I don't want to say like new generation of the farm, but yeah, kind I of the new chapter. So. Yeah. Um, and we have a lot of wild raspberries that grow in our woods. It's actually an invasive species. Um, and it's kind of sadly choking out the native blackberries. So we're we're working with our property to kind of keep the wild raspberries a little off topic, but keep the wild raspberries kind of contained and let the blackberries grow. We can chat about that in a little while if you want. But um, Matt and I actually were just driving back from Ocean City with our kids one day and we're trying to come up with names. I think at one point it was called like Highfield Acres or Highfield Farm, something along those, something lines, along yeah. those lines, but never really had an official name. It was just the Joneses, you know, right. everyone kind of knew each farm by the last name of the family. Uh, we were like thinking about what grows on the farm. What's What's cool that grows there? And I don't know who, which one of us said, but we were like, what about the wine berries? That's what we call them. And I was like, what about wild berry? Or one of us said that. And kind of just from there, we were like, it's great. It rolls off the tongue. It kind of pays homage to to me. And, but also, you know, the farm and yeah. So that's kind of the backstory.
3: The other part of the name too, the word wild that, that is in there is, is important for us too, because one of the things that we like to do on the farm is we sort of let the farm. This is going to sound kind of frou frou, but we kind of let the farm tell us what direction to go. The land itself is going to. Nature does what nature's going to do. You don't (laughs) mess with it, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so, for us, we try to find ways to work with it rather than try to control it so much. You know, more so guide it rather than you know. And so, it's it's something we're working on, but but the idea of kind of wild, you know, or it's important to us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So
2: like, for instance, like we cut out all use of pesticides and herbicides on our farm the minute that we took over. And um, obviously, as as you know, that's an uphill battle controlling weeds, controlling pests. um, And how do you do that organically? So we you know, we have wild chickens. They're not really wild. They're contained. But, you know, moving through our fields and and things like that, just to kind of use um, more of a holistic approach, honoring the land, but also kind of letting it be the wild kind of entity that it is. That's
1: very cool. Now, how large is the farm?
2: Um, At this point, it's about 75 to 80 acres split up between family members. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right.
1: And then you're, the Wildberry Farm and Market, you're specific place, do you utilize the entire property?
2: Yeah, so um, we actually utilize pretty much the entire property. Yeah, one way or another, um, One way or another. So we do have some woods on our property. Um, We use that to forage for mushrooms and um, the wine berries, of course. And then uh, in terms of like working acreage, like fields and such, uh, we have probably 15 to 20 acres of fields that we're utilizing.
1: It's not for the faint of heart. No, no, it's not. not. No, Uh, you know my my girlfriend's is from Nebraska, and they they're the big you know combine Mm -hmm. farmers and everything else. And I've been out there several times to see it, and I, I a whole new found appreciation for the work and the, the farmers do and yeah. when you really get a chance to see where your food comes from yeah uh it makes a difference it does certainly when you get to taste mm-hmm. you know farm fresh food it makes a huge difference oh, yeah. as opposed Absolutely. to and, and I mean I'll be honest I grew up with the whole can opener you know it was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. that was
1: the, that was the green bean. <laughs> yeah yeah yep yeah. yeah. and it's it's a whole different ball of wax and I mean you know healthier and, and yeah. just everything that the the way it tastes and everything else now you guys are open seasonally. Mm-hmm. Uh, primarily it's uh, June through November, and there's you've got the first Fridays of the month, and then you've got the second and fourth Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And do you do special events there as
2: well? So we, yes and no. Um, we've done workshops in the past. We've done farm to table dinners in the past. Those are things that. As we've grown the field market, and as we've grown adding the food trailer last year, um, we have a farm to table food trailer that we use at the field markets and other farm events. It just kind of was like, where do we put our time and energy between farming, executing events, and then unfortunately, Matt works full time off of the farm right now. So <laughs> it's, I, you know it pays the bills, but you know we need we need the the manpower to do a lot of these things. So we don't like rent out the farm or anything like that, but we do. We have added a couple new events this year. We're going to be open for winter hours where it's just going to be Wildberry. We'll have our our fresh eggs for sale, other farm goods on our market stand. And then we'll have our uh, farm to table food trailer open for breakfast items and then some other things to go for the week. Like we have these awesome soups that we make um, and breads and other bakery items.
1: Are all the recipes, is that your brainchild there, Bridget? (laughs) So,
2: yes. um, Matt's. Okay, so the matriarchal side of Matt's family, uh, I've I've really fell in with as I've been married to him. Uh his both grandmothers had their special recipes, his mom has her special recipes, his sister has her special recipes, I have my special recipes. And I've kind of mashed all of that together to kind of create this. Best of Wildberry. I don't know if I've ever said that out loud, but that's kind of the brainchild right. behind it. So, you know, our mint tea in the summer was Matt's grandmother's recipe. The the Maryland crab soup, which is actually not crab, it's it's lion's mane mushroom, was kind of Matt's brainchild because his sister is allergic to uh, shellfish, but okay. loves used to love crab, and it was an adult onset allergy. And um, so we've kind of and then like our pumpkin bread that was um, Matt's sister's recipe. And so we've we've kind of you know mashed a lot of things together from the farm, and it's kind of like a multi-generational offering, even in that sense as well.
1: That's very cool. Yeah. That's very cool. When you talk about the food trailer, is this something, is this portable, or is this on the farm itself?
2: Yeah, so we we can take it around to other markets and um, in the area or other events. Um, it is portable and roadworthy and, and all that good stuff. Um, it kind of Always makes an appearance at our field markets, of course. Sure. Um, but it is available to to go other places as well. We haven't done many events outside the farm just because of our time commitments. Um, but that is something that, you know, eventually might happen down the road. But yeah, it's, it was a new addition last year and we've really enjoyed it. Yeah. It's not now.
1: Okay, Matt, you grew up on the farm for, yeah. uh, I wouldn't say since the 30s because you're much younger than that. But I mean, Bridget, you, I'm going to presume that you didn't. I did not. Are you a city girl?
2: I grew up in the suburbs. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> how, how how, how was how was this for how was this a change for you? I mean, obviously you had the buy-in.
2: Yeah, I yes. mean, you were you were all in. <laughs> mm-hmm. I yeah, I have to say, I, for lack of a better word, really bucked against farm life for the first probably 10 years that I knew Matt. I did not understand. I did not understand why we couldn't do things on the weekends. I did not understand why we couldn't hang out. (laughs) I did not understand any of it. Um, But I will say I'm a pretty handy person. My dad was a mechanic. My mom loved to garden. And so I do have outdoor skills. (laughs) Um, And I do most of the you know chores during the week and everything a lot of the heavy lifting those 50 pound bags of feeds don't move themselves but yeah I I had a hard time embracing it and it and honestly I think it's really funny that I'm the one that's kind of spearheading this to be honest with you because I was just such a princess before (laughs) I will say
3: I will say Bridget's got a natural knack though where she's got a green thumb that would put me to shame (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, mine is completely brown. Uh, I mean, I, yeah. I, I, a friend of mine gave me a, a money plant like three years ago, and I'm absolutely thrilled that I've kept it alive. Yeah. But he said the secret is to put like three ice cubes in every week. Yeah. And I'm like... That I can handle. You can totally do, do that. Totally yeah. do that. I, fi- I find a good, good table that has a decent sun and three ice cubes a week, and and so far, we're going <laughs> on manageable. three years. So if if only kids were that easy to, <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so is this? I mean, obviously, this is a family affair for you two, and you mentioned that you do have children. Are are they all in as well?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think Matt will um, definitely relate to this. When you're a kid and you grow up on a farm, you're not thrilled with your chores but overall our kids are very excited to to be a part of it we have um we have five grandkids on the farm um are two and then three others spread out over Massachusetts
3: we're, we're saying grandkids yeah They're not, 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 not your yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. my my
2: in-laws <laughs> grandchildren the next so, generation the next generation um we have five total we have one boy who's our son he's 15 and then um four girls and they range in age from also fifteen down to five. So um the fifteen year olds help us out with um, our events and things. And then our our nine year old is um, the animal whisperer, I would say she's, she is. she's a very, very she's very empathetic to animals. So she helps me with a lot of chores and stuff. But it's not the thing it's it's like household chores. When you have household chores as a child, you're not thrilled to do it. Mm-hmm. But when you look back on it, you're very thankful for the the upbringing.
1: Well, you are. I mean, you've got to be thankful for just everything. I mean, yeah. the opportunities that that your parents and your family's given yeah. you, and the food and everything else. And when you, uh, and which is kind of a nice thing about living in Anne Arundel County because yeah. we we're so diverse as far as you know, from city and you know, wealthy and poor and everything else. Yep. And when you find, you know, when kids get exposed to realize that, oh. Yeah, I guess I am pretty lucky. It's it's, it's a big aha moment. It is. It is.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And and I will say I I do love the diversity of Anne Arundel County. I have to agree with you. Our son is in a magnet program at Annapolis High School, and he has experienced so many things just between farming and even city life, going to, to shows and plays and I mean all the things. I just think that we have a great a great area here.
1: Well, was it very cool for you? I mean, you talked about growing up on the farm. I mean, was it did you enjoy growing up on the farm as a, I did. A,
3: a, yeah. So, I've always well, I've always been an outdoorsy person, so, you know, I'd spend my as much time as I could out in the woods playing whatever. Getting in trouble. Yeah. Getting in trouble. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. There's plenty of that. <laughs> You know, I definitely had my fair share of chores, and I couldn't stand it when I was a kid. You know, I can remember one of my first jobs that I do remember as a kid was running behind the planter um, that the, the guys would ride on the back of a big right. tractor with a planter. and it, It's this kind of crazy Dr. Seuss automated sort of thing. You put a vegetable in there, and it plants it. But I'd run behind there and kind of pack the plant and straighten it back up, and I'd run to the next one. And I hated it. I couldn't stand it but looking back <laughs> looking back I, I can honestly say that that was such a great experience and i learned so much and it you know helped build a great work ethic and you know i'm i'm very thankful that our kids get to experience some of that you know
1: that is, i think everybody should you should probably get like an internship program
2: yeah
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah bring bring them all up there and let them all work on the farm for a week we do actually
3: have a lot of the um <laughs> our like the kids that are uh, also 15 that 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 kind our teenagers up, yeah. are friends with, that are in high school now, uh, this year is a first year. Actually, we've had some of them working, actually a number of them working in the um at the market with us. So that's been like yeah. so awesome, like having like local, you know, local teens and and it's it's a it's a fun experience. I mean, they're working, but it's fun.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You
1: know, I really appreciate businesses that do look to our local youth to yeah. uh, to hire. Yeah. Um, you know, one of them, one of my favorite restaurants is Harvest Time. Mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. Yeah. They have a lot of South River kids that yeah. that are working there. I mean, you go to all these different places and you see the local businesses that say, hey, you know, we we need these kids. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I mean, they're whether the kids know what or not. I mean, they're learning something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, whether Absolutely. it be how to run a farm or whether how to run a cash register yeah. or whatever it may be.
2: Yeah. And businesses are so diverse. We've had um, we have had a couple interns through AACPS and then also through the AAWDC and our AACPS interns have helped me with behind the scenes things like Canva you know creating things for for our social media or you know helping with um planning out our social media posts and things like that we have we have a lot of vendors and small businesses that work with us so it's about 150 at our field markets oh, yeah so they come on a rotating basis and i have like spreadsheets essentially of like this is who's going to be here this day can you plug this into the Canva template and just send it back to me. It's And it's such a huge help. Or our AAWDC intern this past summer um, helped us outside on the farm, you know, with chores and um, with cleaning up some of our fence lines and stuff. And so it was like uh, kind of a juxtaposition. I mean, yeah, we're a farm and it's a lot of outdoor hard work. But we also have this other aspect of our business that is very creative and very, uh-huh. um, you know, uh, like the marketing aspect of it.
1: Okay, let's talk a little bit about about your market. You said you have 150 different vendors that rotate in in and out. I mean, i mm-hmm. i like I said, I've been there several times, and there's I've never noticed 150. Well, so
2: yes, they do come on a rotating basis, like 60 ish. Well, it's like 62 each. Day. Yeah, yeah. Um, but essentially, we work with about 150. Um, some of them only come once. Some want to come all 12 or 13 dates, depending on how the the dates fall. Sometimes we have more or less markets, but yeah, we definitely. Yeah. Yeah have a heart for the small business um, community. And in terms of the marketing, uh, my background prior to all of this was I taught preschool part time. The other part time I helped Matt and another company in the marine industry with their social media and marketing back when he was a small business owner for himself. They've since merged with a larger company. But uh, yeah, my background helped a lot because I kind of had that. Inner working, inner knowing about social media, about SEO, about email marketing. Um, So I've I've grown us in the last will be five years in October.
1: Congratulations! Thank you. Thank you.
2: Um, So in that time, I've organically grown our. um, We have five k email followers. We have um, I think it's like eight point eight k on followers on Instagram, almost 12K followers combined on Facebook and um, likes and follows on Facebook. So I just, I'm really proud of that aspect of it because what it does is it gives me a platform to then share about the other awesome small businesses that partner with us. And that is really the heart behind uh, the field market is really plugging our community in with the people that are here in our community selling amazing goods. I mean, we have so many awesome, innovative people and We have somebody that created their own coconut and soy blend candle wax. It is their actual candle wax. And you think of candles, you're like, they're a dime a dozen. This is the cleanest burning candle I've ever, like, had, ever. Um, We have amazing bakers that, you know... Uh, manage a restaurant, but they went to culinary school and their dream is to open a brick and mortar. If we can be one small part of these stories just to give them a boost up or give them a leg up, that is the the whole purpose of the field market. And you
1: sort of operate as as a sort of a farmer's market type mm-hmm. of, yeah. a, mm-hmm. of a model yeah. where yeah. Uh, if I am making whatever I apply and say, and hey, this would be a good mix for us on these days, or yeah. you might say, well, it doesn't make sense for us to have you yeah. here every week, yeah, yeah, or every yeah. You know, but we yeah. maybe six, yeah.
2: yeah. And we're pretty lenient. I mean, honestly, like uh, the same way that Matt was talking about the farm leading leading the the kind of uh, path for us. I feel like the field market too. Like as long as you're you have all your you know eyes dotted and t's crossed, you have your licenses that you need, and you have your you know you're doing things the correct way in terms of any like you know health department regulations or
3: anything. We welcome pretty
2: much anyone. Well,
3: with well, I would say the the, the one exception is we don't do uh, MLM yeah, type
2: multi level
1: This Is you right. know
3: this is It gets Yeah, gra- it's, it's grass- See, I like you
1: guys even more now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but one thing, uh, just to piggyback on what Bridget was saying, and also to sort of piggyback again onto the the wild aspect of things, the market was never what we set out to do, and um, the market is one of those situations where the farm. Kind of took a life of its own, and it was born out of COVID. The uh, the market was uh, because when COVID hit and there's a big shutdown. Really, what we were doing at the time was we had these fields full of wildflowers that we were letting photographers lease time to do um, photography. Well, because we knew so many photographers, we knew a lot of people in the service industry that were immediately shut down. Right. And so, you know, we were talking to so many people, and everybody's, you know, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And there's bakers and things like that. And we we said, well, you know what? Technically, we're considered essential because we're a farm and we're allowed to do an outdoor market. And so we said, you know what? We're not going to charge anybody. Just, just let's, whoever wants to come, come, we'll set up. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. And if, if 50 people showed up, I, I, I'd, I'd been shocked and we were doing backflips. We were like, wow, I can't even believe that many people came. And And I think it was eight vendors. Yeah, it was eight (laughs) vendors. And we, we were just blown away that it was that big. And then, and then, uh no intention whatsoever doing another market, but everyone came back. They're like, that was, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. And the people in the community were like, you guys, are you going to do this again? And we want to come back. And we're like, well, we hadn't thought about it, but I guess we will. So the next market was maybe 12 vendors or something. And then it was 18. And then it was like, I, and then we were starting to get a waiting list and it just grew and it just grew and it grew. You know, I love
1: to hear us good story coming out of COVID.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: That it it was birthed out of there. And I mean, I think that everybody was so resilient and so creative on how to make, you know, make a buck or how to make it work.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: And, you know, and when nobody knew, I mean, you know, COVID hit. Yeah. uh, I I was like, okay, well, we'll just like, Chill for a couple of weeks and it'll be over. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> you know, two yeah. two and a half years later, it was <laughs> yeah. like, but it like, it's still going on. Yes. Here we are. We're like 2024 is going to be the year. I know it.
1: <laughs> um, and I mean, I sit here and I look back, and this it was four years ago. Yeah, and it's crazy. Yeah. Um, and it, and it's still here with us. And so that's a wonderful story that you're able to do it. We talked about the diversity of Anne County, and I mean, you know, you go south of the uh, South River, tends to be like this no man's land. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I worked with a health club yeah. down there one time. I said, we get people from Annapolis all the time. Yeah. And they, as soon as they hit the South River, you think it's like they're crossing into like Montana. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh no, I've got to turn around. I can't get yeah. that far away from home. Um, but South County is so rich in agriculture. Yeah. And, you know, you've got some large farms that, you know, the sod farms that are down there. You've got some, I guess there are probably still some tobacco farms that are still- I, there, there
3: probably are down, yeah, down, down South. Down I'm, down south down I'm sure there
1: probably south. are, yeah. yeah. Um, no, do you have any- favorite frenemy farms that you,
2: <laughs> frenemy farms. That, that, that you like. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, there's a lot of farms in it, even in our immediate area. I mean, in terms of like farms that are kind of offering the same thing that we're offering honey's harvest is a great one down in South County. Right. Um, they, they do a similar kind of thing that we do, but I know that Anna and, um, Anna and I always miss each other. We never actually have met, but we're, we're like on Instagram together. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. I've never actually, but I, I, feel like we're friends it's one of those like online friendships i guess you would say but um she has more of a holistic approach even stronger than us i know she does a lot of like uh cleanses and yoga well, and, like, she, li- she lives healing. through that because
1: of she had she had some illnesses yeah yeah, like that with, yeah. Uh, to be able to do that yeah. and, and i mean she's living that life yeah and,
2: exactly yeah. and i think it's so cool i wish i wish that i had more more time yeah. to live like that but um she's awesome and then there's wild kid acres in um is that Edgewater?
3: Edgewater, yeah. Yeah. Is awesome. yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, and they're great. And they're even – I think the, the coolest thing about uh, – we're talking about diversity. Even within farms, there's diversity. You know, Anna is yeah. is doing a little bit more of the holistic – well, a lot more of the holistic. Um, And then at Wild Kid Acres, they're doing – you know, a lot of the animals and like, you know, things with kids and, and like goat yoga and things like that. Whereas like I'm I'm a weirdo. I'm kind of like don't touch my animals. And I don't know why I'm that way. Yeah. I think it's the mo- mom instinct or yeah. something. I don't want to do goat yoga. So if, if they're going to offer that, I think that that's amazing. And I will send people there, yeah. you know, and I yeah. think that that's the cool yeah. thing about yeah. our our diversity in our area is that we don't have to do it all. We can do what we love and we can we can coordinate with other people and say, hey, you do birthday parties for kids. Great. Or you do yoga with sound healing. Great. I don't have to do that.
1: You know, that's so great when you see small businesses. They, I mean, the rising tide raises all all the boats. And (laughs) when we do stick together as far as small businesses, okay, we're sitting here and Mark and Shannon own Bean rush, okay. Right. Uh supporting a local small business. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're making a couple of bucks off of uh, you know, string beans and, and berries yeah, and, yeah. and whatnot right. here. Okay, and you're spending it here. Right. Right. Exactly. Okay. And you know, they're making a couple of bucks off of the lattes mm-hmm. and they're coming up to your field market exactly. Uh to spend there. And that's really what makes our community so strong and yeah. and, and to go around. What's the most rewarding thing for you about doing this since City Girl?
2: <laughs> well if you're asking me it's working with my best friend i wouldn't who's want... your
1: best friend you don't have to matt, tell this guy
2: matt, <laughs> matt's my best friend oh, thank god
3: oh, i was like man
2: well i was welcome to
3: the newlywed yeah, game
2: exactly,
1: I, I knew this
3: exactly. was gonna happen no
2: it's funny i was joking with him last night i was like guess who i think the cutest guy is and and he was like please say me please say me <laughs> but matt is like i always tell him even if I was like not married to him didn't know him just was working with him I would prefer to work with him it you know it's it's a he's easy to work with he's so funny he gets what he needs to get done done I don't have to worry about anything not happening and I still don't get sick of him we still hang out after we're done working and so I think that that's the best thing and then keeping our farm intact yeah, that's the other most rewarding thing my children have grown up in a way that um is not the way that I grew up obviously coming from the suburbs and my kids can r- run down the driveway to their grandmothers or meet you know up with their cousins and make a fort in the woods like it's it's a totally different lifestyle but it's I would say it wouldn't work if it was my family but <laughs> and we can we can um cut that out but um it's it's it works because it's Matt's family they are they grew up this way and they um kind of foster that
1: it's a wholesome way. I mean, I, I yeah. do regret. I mean, I grew up probably in a similar background with you. It was the suburbs and and I mean we saw the grandmothers and the cousins and stuff like that, usually at the big holidays. Yeah. And there wasn't a whole lot of interaction. Yeah. But as our family matured, yeah, and yeah. you know, the matriarchs, you know, started to die off mm-hmm. and yeah. you know, that a lot of the glue sort of went away. And yeah. you know, the kids all moved. somebody's over mm-hmm. here, yeah. somebody's over here. And I really do miss that. Yeah. My, you know, my kids don't know you know, any of my cousins. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, you know, the only time they met them when they were like, you know, ankle high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and there's something to be said about that. And I think that, you know, while they may not necessarily or they may mm-hmm. recognize the benefit of it right now as children, yeah. to be able to have somebody when you're 30 yeah, To be able to call up on the phone and say, oh, my gosh, you're not going to believe what
3: happened. Yes. yes.
1: 100%. is pretty much amazing, especially when they're within the same family. It's not just a friend that knows yeah. you. It's mm-hmm. OK. So we're blood. Yeah. yeah and
2: I, we see that a lot with our 15 year olds. Our son is 15. Our niece is 15. They're three days apart. And they call each other their best friends, yeah. even to this day. And I just think that that's the best. That's, that's
3: cool. The best part. Yeah. They they do all love each other very much. You know, And to, just to add to what Bridget was saying, too. I mean, I mean, definitely like I mean, I couldn't be more grateful to be working with Bridget, you know, I mean, this is the person I love. She's my best friend and we, we have fun together. You know, it doesn't mean everything's rainbows and lollipops, right. but I mean, <laughs> but we have a good time. And um, but the other the other rewarding aspect, though, of what we're doing is the sense of community. And it was kind of what you touched on with where there's like the business community, but also the local community and our involvement in the local community and seeing the local community come out to the market. One of the I, I'd say the number one compliment that we get is people thanking us for providing a place for the community to gather. Yeah. And that is so rewarding. There's a number
1: of opportunities like that. Have you heard of Farm Unity? No. Okay. Uh, a guy named Jitendra Rathod, and I think I pronounced his name. I just spoke with him. He is uh, came over from India. He's working in tech or cyber, something in the government thing. And again, it came out of COVID. He said, you know, we need to get fresh produce for people. And he cut a deal with the library in Crofton. I think it's like forty five hundred or sixty five hundred square feet of their property.
2: Oh yeah. And, in the Crofton and, Library. Yeah. And, yeah. They, and and
1: they formed it.
2: Yeah, I, I and, saw that.
1: <laughs> and they and they come in and, and at the end of the year, at the end of the oh, season, yeah. they have a little about, yeah. they have a little party. Yeah. yeah. And they, they use it and they donate the rest to the food banks and stuff like yeah. this. So yeah. it was all the yeah. community. But he said, you know, we were in the middle of COVID. And we closed the door and we drew the blinds and, mm-hmm. you know, we yep. hid, we hid behind. We didn't talk to anybody. Yep. Uh, we didn't, God forbid, we shook hands with anybody <laughs> or get within six feet. I mean, <laughs> it was horrible. When I was walking in the morning and, you know, you're walking down the street and somebody crosses the street to get away from you. It's like, what, you
2: know, i like, you know, Should <laughs> I smell? You know, what, that what,
1: what did I do? And, and he said, he's just gotten such a great response because he offered a space for the community, very similar to yeah. what you're doing. that yeah. This is you're giving a space to the community to come together and really define themselves, which is amazing.
3: Yeah. And I'll tell you, one of the one of the things that happened um and in, in, in conjunction with the markets having started that we didn't plan for, but was just amazing. You know, the kids were doing virtual schooling. Well, oftentimes the teachers that they had would come to the market. And so would the families so they could actually see their teacher because these are kids that were in elementary school. And, you know, you have these teachers that that knew their their siblings and know their family. And they, and they were so excited to have them in their class and they never got to see them, but they could come to the market and they would get to see them. And, oh, that's and so it was cool. such a heartwarming thing to see that. Yeah, you that's know? so cool. Yeah, yeah,
2: it was
1: neat. Do you guys have any plans for? I, I mean, ex, I mean, you can't really expand the farm uh, unless you're you know buying like Disney, buying up all the <laughs> land around you or something like that. I wish. But I mean, yeah. you know, other different initiatives or what's what's on the future for Wildberry Farm Market? Do we? Do you have it yet? Can you tell? Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, well, we're always trying to do new things. I mean, I, like for instance, I have. Um, I actually bought two dairy goats um, as little, little kids uh, from a farm in South County. Um, It's a really cool farm and it's called Gray Goat Soap. And she has, I mean, it's our friend Kim. She has a bajillion goats and she, she does um, fresh goat milk and she sells at our market. Um, And my I'm hoping to breed them soon and have dairy, um, just for us at first, for our family, but hopefully, you know, be able to utilize it somehow on the farm. We recently added ducks. So we're going to have duck eggs soon. That was an adventure. (laughs) I'm more of a chicken girl, but we are. Now, is
1: that a phrase that you ever figured you would would, (laughs) would ever ever possibly utter?
2: No. No. I'm a chicken girl myself. You know, it's funny. I never knew what I wanted to be when I grew, grew up and apparently it was a chicken girl. <laughs> <laughs> but um we are also adding a couple new events this season. Like I said the winter hours which will be through March 23rd um every Saturday nine to noon. And again, it'll just be Wildberry. Um, and then we'll have a couple spring hours um, in the spring on the second and fourth Saturday, obviously the field market, which is a staple um, adding first Fridays on the farm, which will be kind of a fun hangout with live music. Our food trailer will be open. We are hoping to host maybe like Crooked Crab is one of our partners. Um, they could do like a little beer garden or something. And we are doing some date night um, events on Fridays in August, September and October. And then um, a couple like girls day out workshop type of things in November. Um, So always always trying to add new things, do new things. But, you know, in terms of like adding any big Big projects like we've done the last three years. We're not doing any of that this year because I don't know if I could emotionally handle it. <laughs> um, the food trailer took a lot out of us, but um, and then adding new things to the food trailer as well, and just new things to the market stand. You know, we're always trying to to do something fun and different.
1: You know, it's so great to see the passion that you guys both have for it. I mean, it's not a job for you.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, no.
1: I, mean, I mean, I mean, it is. It pays yeah. some bills, but yeah. it's but. You you go to work every day. It seems like you you, you love it. I, I mean, there there yeah. are bad days,
2: of course. <laughs> well, yep. There always are. Uh,
1: but but all in all, that you do enjoy doing it. You enjoy what you do for the community, and certainly the community does enjoy what you do for them. But I do yeah. encourage everybody to jump uh, up to Saint Stephen's Church Road, and that's ten forty-seven. You can put that into your GPS, or if you're coming from West County, come down. Uh, I go. Get down on Route 3, the north on 3, and go down to St. Stephen's Church Road. It'll be out there on the left. And if you're coming off of Route 450... Uh, it'll be on the right after you go yep. through all the windy things. Yep. <laughs> uh, just before you, if you get to Route 3, you've gone a little bit too far. Back up. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. uh, um, but the website is wildberryfarmmarket.com. And what as we've talked, what's really very cool about this whole thing, and you said about what you're looking to expand and what you're looking to do, is that you've allowed not only the farm to dictate <laughs> your direction, uh-huh. but you've also allowed it in the community To dictate the direction of your your business is going, which is really very refreshing to see. And I, you know, congratulate you on your successes, even though starting in 2019 was in hindsight, probably like, what was I thinking?
2: (laughs) What have we done? I've I've had those moments.
1: (laughs) You know, to be able to, I I mean, you know, I can almost say it's not going to, you know, you've seen the worst of it (laughs) at this point. But to you know to be able to survive and thrive and <laughs> create this through COVID is just absolutely stellar. And congratulations. You should Thank be you in your chest it. for that. Everybody get out to Wildberry Farm and Market. Uh, when the spring rolls around, you've got plenty of opportunities to do it all through the summer and mm-hmm. pretty much most of the fall. Yeah. yeah
2: If you want to follow along with us on social media, I'm always doing crazy stuff. Um, Instagram at Wildberry Farm Market and Facebook is Facebook.com slash Wildberry Farm Market. TikTok. No, no TikTok yet. Snapchat? <laughs> no Snapchat. YouTube? No. <laughs> MySpace? <laughs> MySpace. <laughs> Back in the day, prior to Wildberry, maybe.
0: Friends,
1: <laughs> Get out there. If you've not been, it's really a very cool experience. And Bridget and Matt, thank you so much for thank your you. time.
2: Thank
0: you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's Local Business Spotlight.